Hello and welcome everybody to the Wife Mother Homemaker podcast, where we talk about biblical principles and practical applications for women. I am Gina Bain and you are listening to episode four. Today, I am going to be continuing to talk about embracing motherly instincts and give you the last Uh, of the eight behaviors of a godly mother. So this is part two. Stay tuned. I think you're going to be blessed. Hello, everybody. I hope you had a wonderful Resurrection Sunday, spending time with your family. And even though we couldn't gather together as a congregation in church, I hope you made it a special day with your family and took the opportunity at home to teach your children why we celebrate the resurrection of Christ and what it means for our faith and our hope in the Lord. Today, I'm going to continue to talk about embracing our motherly instincts and giving you the last four behaviors of a godly mother. If you missed the last episode, please take the time to go back and listen to it. I think you're going to be blessed by that. In that episode, I I unfolded four of the behaviors, and I'm just going to recap uh, that with you now. Uh, The four behaviors a godly mother uh, exhibits that I spoke about last time is, number one, she accepts help. Two, she rests. Number three, she cares for and nurtures her children. And then the fourth uh, behavior was she protects her household from danger. So today I'm going to pick up with the fifth behavior. um, And that is this. A godly mother will make her home her priority. Now, last time you know that sort of the jumping off point of each of these behaviors was in my observation of our pet cat, who is now a new mother with seven kittens. And so I'm going to continue on with that theme. Our cat's name is Tiger. And so in making her home a priority, I noticed that Tiger doesn't leave her box for very long. And when she does, she is alert to any muse that her babies will make. And if she hears the first little sound, one cry and Tiger is back and inspecting the situation. She wants to know what is going on with her babies. Most of the time, however, she is with her kittens in their box. She's caring for them and and nursing them. And it's obvious that she has made her home her priority. I wonder How many mothers let other things have priority over their homes? It is our responsibility, according to Titus 2, to be keepers at home. Now, this isn't to say that we can't do anything outside the home. However, home should be like our headquarters, so to speak. It's our hub for ministry. Home should take the priority in our lives as we raise and provide for our families. It should be a place that is safe and peaceful. When we make home a priority, we can't help but spend time there. And our family will want to spend time there as well. So a godly mother makes her home her priority. The next behavior is that she nourishes herself. Now we've talked about how we nurture and care for our children, but we need to be nourishing 
our own self. A tiger knows that if she's going to feed seven baby kittens, she must be fed. So she will take the time to nourish herself so that she can provide the best for them. Ladies, if we desire to care for and nurture and train our children, then we have to be equipped and we cannot give our children what we don't possess. So it's important to take care of ourselves and to nourish ourselves. And we do this in many ways, practically speaking. I think the most important thing that we can do to take care of ourselves is reading the Word of God and spending time with God, spending time with Him in prayer, spending time with Him reading His Word and learning more of His truths. This cannot be overlooked. This is where I gain my strength for everything that I encounter during a day with my family. My family needs so much from me. And if I don't take the time to refresh myself and to spend time in the truths of God's words and of God's word and focus my mind on what it needs to be focused on, which is the Lord and his truth, then I'm not going to have the strength to do all of the things that a day is going to entail for me. I just won't. My attitude will be bad. Um, I won't respond correctly to situations. My strength comes from the Lord. Romans tells us that I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. It doesn't just say I can do all things. It says I can do all things through Christ. And what? why can I do that through Christ? Because He is the one who strengthens me me. So we have to spend that time in God's word. We have to spend that time in prayer daily. I mean, all throughout the day. So this is where we gain our spiritual strength, our mental strength, because it's focusing our minds and our hearts in the right place so that we can carry on and do the things we've been called to do. The other thing, and we've already talked about this, this was the uh, the second behavior that I discussed in the last episode, rest. We need rest. We cannot expect to be able to give our families what they need if we're not taking the time to rest our bodies at appropriate times. And then, of course, I think this is one that goes overlooked, is we need encouragement. We need to be seeking out people who can encourage us in godly things. Friendships, mentors. Titus 2 says that the older women should teach the younger women how to love their husbands, how to love their children, how to be keepers at home. And we can learn these things if we will seek out godly women who are willing to pour into our lives and invest in us. And they're out there. Many times I think that there are godly women who want to do that, but they feel like that nobody really wants to hear what they have to say. So I think it's good that if we look inside our churches at who are the older women that have invested in their homes and what can I glean from them? And I just need that encouragement. Many years I prayed for God to send me somebody 
that I could that could relate to me. I felt so alone. God had called us to homeschool. Um, I had already been a stay-at-home mom for years, and I kind of just felt like an outsider. There weren't many people in our church that um, where the mothers actually stayed home past the first you know few months with their newborn. They went back to work. I didn't feel like I had anybody who understood the place that I was in or that I could lean on when I had uh, questions or obstacles that I was facing. Um, And then when we added homeschooling in, well, that just really uh, pushed me to be even more of an outsider. And at times I felt isolated and I prayed, God, please send me somebody that will understand what you have called us to and will understand my heart and that will encourage me. I really needed that encouragement. And God answered that prayer. God has sent our family, another family who has been such an encouragement to us. And every time we're together, when we leave and go home, I feel so refreshed. My heart is just, uh, it's like I'm, I'm ready. I'm equipped now to go back and serve in my home like I need to serve and like I know I'm called to do. And so having those godly friendships and those godly mentors in our life, we don't need to underestimate the value that that brings in nourishing ourselves. So the things that I've mentioned, reading God's word, praying, resting, uh, finding godly encouragement through relationships. These are all things that will nourish ourselves both spiritually, mentally, physically, emotionally. We need to make sure that we're taking care of ourselves in order to properly live out the calling in our homes that God would have us to do. Scripture says this of the virtuous wife. She girds herself with strength and strengthens her arms. A wise mother will seek out godly wisdom and then put it into practice. She'll be eager to learn new tasks if it means that her family will benefit. She's going to take care of herself nutritionally and spiritually, and in so doing, she will strengthen herself for the betterment of her family. The next behavior that I believe a godly mother will exhibit is she will teach her children. Now, a mother cat will wean her kittens when the time is right. Likewise, our own children will one day inevitably or hopefully leave home. (laughs) We have our children only for a short time. So we must be equipping them now. Psalm chapter 127 verse 4 says, like arrows in the hand of a warrior, so are the children of one's youth. I want you to think about an arrow for a moment. An arrow is meant to be shot. It it doesn't stay in the hand of a warrior. So we must be busy teaching and training our children, our arrows, for the day when they will be shot into the world. An arrow ready for battle. Deuteronomy chapter 6 says, And these words which I command you today shall be in your heart. You shall teach them diligently to your children, and shall talk of them when you sit in your house, 
when you walk by the way, when you lie down, and when you rise up. When is it that we're supposed to teach our children? From the time we wake up in the morning to the time that we go to bed at night. Yes, in homeschooling, I'm teaching math and grammar and spelling and handwriting and history and science. I'm teaching our our academic subjects. But a godly mother teaches far more than academics. It is a lifestyle, whether you homeschool or not. Deuteronomy 6 says, teach them diligently to your children. Teach what? Teach the commands of the Lord. Teach God's word. Teach God's truth. And we do that through our actions, through our interactions with our children and other people. They are watching everything that we do. And we, a godly mother, will not pass up the opportunity to pass on her faith to her children and to teach what it means to love God, to be a follower of Christ. A godly mother will want to pour scripture into her children so that they will be equipped for every situation. And we do this when we're in our house, when we're out of our house, when we, from the moment we get up in the morning, when our feet touch the floor, we are on on the on the court teaching our children a godly mother will realize the responsibility that she has and she will teach her children at every opportunity and the last behavior and probably the most important is a godly mother will draw near to the master. Tiger had her kittens in a familiar place where she knew it was safe and where she and her kittens would be taken care of. Women, we should stay close to our master, our Lord. It is in him and through him that we do all things. To quote another part of Psalm 127, the first verse says, Unless the Lord builds the house, they labor in vain who build it. If we are busy trying to do it all and work and and take care of the house and take care of the children and teach our children and we're trying to do everything and yet we're doing it in our own strength, the Bible says it's in vain. In other words, It's not going to matter. The Lord is the one who must build the house. And the way that we, he does that is by us drawing near to him. He is our master. He is our Lord. Let's draw near to the Lord today as we embrace motherhood. It is in Him and through Him only that we will experience the full blessings of being a mother. Now, we instinctively know to cherish and nurture our children. But ladies, we all know it is so easy to be sidetracked and pulled into other directions that diminish our calling at home. 
So during the stay-at-home order put into place for our state due to the coronavirus outbreak, take the time to enjoy your family and grow in these godly behaviors of motherhood. A godly mother accepts help. She rests. She cares for and nurtures her children. She protects her household from danger. She makes her home her priority. She nourishes herself. She teaches her children. She draws near to the master. My challenge today to you is this. What changes can you make today to embrace your God-given motherly instincts? Let's pray. Heavenly Father, you are a good God. Thank you for these little reminders. They have been a great reminder to me to encourage me in my own walk and journey through motherhood. And I pray, Lord, that these things will now also encourage other women. Just a little reminder of the things that we're called to be as a mother. God, I pray that you will bless each lady listening to this today and that they will um, be inspired to take one thing and and just go with it and, and maybe try something new in their home or try a different uh, uh, tactic in their home to, to bring their family closer together and closer to you. I pray that their relationship with you would be strengthened. I pray that their relationships with their children will be strengthened and that they will recognize their ever important call as a mother and how you are glorified through that, Lord. Thank you for being good to us. Thank you for blessing us. Just continue to do that, Lord. And all these things I pray in Jesus' name. Amen.